Welcome to This Week in Princeton Viking Sports here on vikenation.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Princeton Athletic Director Joe Roberts. Uh, Joe, how are we? Big, busy week ahead. Busy week ahead. Last day of summer. Isn't it amazing, Jason? Today's yeah, the really. last day of summer. I mean, yep. what a year. So, busy week in front of us. Senior, senior recognition week and gearing up for uh, final home regular season football game and uh, first home girls soccer match of the year. So, it's going to be a busy week. It is definitely going to be a busy week. Let's get right into it, and let's talk about one of those busy events that you'll have coming up at the end of the week, and that's the that's the Princeton invite for cross country. You know, coming off the Eaton invite last week, now you've got this uh, hosting this uh, invite this coming weekend. Uh, when you get an event like this where you're the host of it, how much extra energy does that give your runners, first of all, knowing it's their event? And then for you, how challenging has it been during these times to get this event organized and hopefully get it off without a hitch? Well, I, from an energy standpoint, I can only imagine that the student athletes are extremely excited about the fact that we get to host an event, run on our own course. Uh, that's something that we did not do last year, uh, just purely with timing. And at that time, Coach Ziner was our head boys coach and Coach Campbell was our girls coach. And we felt uh, the date that we had to work with, we really wanted to go to the Troy invite because that's the site of the regional meet. And we wanted to put our kids on the regional course. Uh, obviously, uh, we love the idea of being able to host a, an invite. And so from an energy perspective, I think our student athletes are going to be excited they get to run on their own course. Obviously, this year, uh, everything is different in terms of sheer size and, and capacity. But uh, hats go off to our entire cross-country staff for the planning and the preparation that they've put into making sure that this event uh, is ready to go. From our standpoint, it's more about making sure we have lined up the officials, the timing system, you know, uh, that, that they have what they, you know, we can support them for what they need so that the whole idea is, is everything they do leading up to Saturday. Once they get to Saturday, all we want them to do is be able to coach our kids uh, and enjoy the afternoon. So um, this is a big week for us. We'll be asking a lot of questions and trying to fine tune things, make sure we have the right number of teams. Everybody's registered. Uh, we know what, what dots need to be put in place. And then, of course, our, our buildings and ground staff, our our maintenance staff, they go and they mow the course and they paint the course and they just, they want it all to look first class. And so Landmark Christian Campus is going to really be exciting. We'll definitely be looking forward to that and uh, re and recapping it on uh, next week's show. Let's move on to the links. Uh, boys golf really, again, really headed in the right direction. They've won five of six. We talked about a little bit of uh, that momentum last week and they've kept it going. And then, uh, of course, you know, we've got the GMC championships a little bit later this week out at Walden Pond, of course, Everybody knows Lakota East is the team that everybody's been trying to catch really for the last number of years. So going into this tournament, you know, and talking to Coach Coach Bagley, how is he approaching it with the players in in that attempt to get into the GMC tournament and uh, and dethrone Lakota East? Well, I think you know it's going to start tonight. We're going to go over to the mill and we're going to we're going to have Edgewood and Norwood in for senior night and uh, really get some preparation in, but. Um, it's more about for him. I think it's about putting the kids in the right positions that they can score uh, and they can advance who we need to get through and, and how we want to place. Uh, I, I think we have the kids that can that can go and attack pins and be aggressive. It's, it comes down to making putts and it comes down to being consistent. So um, he, you know, Coach Bagley does a very good job of just simply, hey, here's my lineup. Let's go get it. Uh, let's do what we got to do, and then. Uh, let the kind of like let the chips fall where they may when it comes to you've got to go out and you've got to control the control what you can control and score the way you need to 
score, and then that those results will come at the end. And our best of luck to them out, yeah. uh, not only today in that tri match, but also in, in the G, in the GMC championships a little bit later on uh, in the week. On the girls' side, they had the GMC championships this past week, finished eighth uh, in the tournament there. But I want to talk about one of your uh, one of your golfers there really performed well. Uh, Ariana Fluker finished tied for 19th. She's second team All Conference uh, as a result of that performance. Uh, what can you tell the fans about her that maybe they don't get to see, they don't really know about her? She's our 2020 homecoming queen. You know, we, cr- we crowned her Friday night. And uh, what a, a unique and special individual. She also works at Dick Sporting Goods. So I think she spends a lot of time over on that golf practice facility, <laughs> testing clubs or, or putting and, and what have you up there during her, her shift over there. But just, just an extremely wonderful young lady to be around, wonderful young lady that, to be our team captain and team leader. Uh, and someone for the girls to continue to look up to as we prepare ourselves for the sectional tournament. As I said, tied for 19th and a really strong GMC. So that's a, that's a really good performance uh, out of her there. Uh, tennis has an incredibly busy week uh, this week. A lot of things going on. You got Monroe and then league matches against Sycamore and Colerain. You know, it, it was a little bit of a tough go last time out when uh, taking on Mason. And of course, Mason's been very good for a long, long time. So in, in moving forward there, what what has the coaching staff been working on with the team to try to get them to say, you know, let's forget about that. Let's focus forward because, you know, they still have everything they want in front of them, you know, with the GMC championships coming up next week. Yeah. And, you know, I think for coach Bruning, um, it, it essentially, you know, we'll have senior night tonight against Monroe. So he's going to recognize their senior tennis players. And that's going to be uh, a really good, you know, capstone event for the seniors to be able to have, you know, be recognized and, and get out there and celebrate the four years. But, with Coach's Classic this week as well, uh, and we're ho- serve as a host site uh, for that event. It, and again, it's kind of what we talked about last week. I think it's really about where we need to be uh, moving into Monday uh, of next week. If it's top, uh, as we look at the GMCs, positioning one singles, positioning the right two single, what we need to do with the double side of things. Um, and he's really now starting to focus on tournament mode. You know, we can go all the way back, and it just seems like it was just a week ago that we started the season mm-hmm. because we play so many matches in a row, you know, and you just it's, – it's a great opportunity for kids to get out there. We were building block, building block, building block, and now then you hit that middle of the road where we really face some high-level tennis competition, and now we're – and we, we sought that head-on, and now we're getting ready to move into – tested for tournament time. So uh, it's going to be where he wants to see the kids as they move forward and what the outcome is going to be. Because now again, it's a team sport. It's an individual sport that is involved in a team game. So now it's going to be about putting those correct individuals in the right spots to advance them into championship level form. Any concern of fatigue heading into next week, given the fact that you have the three matches and then the coaches classic ahead of time, or are these, are these players just so into the season mode right now? It doesn't really matter at this point. It's a combination of both, Jason. I think you can run into some fatigue, but I believe that this weather has helped. We, yeah. We've hit that, uh, that stint of the humidity is kind of gone. Uh, although, you know, tennis, the, the warmer it is, the little bit more you can get up and down. But now that it starts to cool down a little bit, that fatigue can kind of change and shift. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, student-athletes across the board are pretty resilient, and they're used to 
going in night in and night out, and it goes back to what you and I talked about before. You know, they'd rather play than practice. So uh, having a bunch of matches in a row kind of gets them set. Plus, it gives coach a chance to maybe, if he needs to, rest a student athlete and switch some people around or put a student athlete in a different role in a different position so that they, you know, they're not beating their body up day in and day out and so that they're preparing themselves for the end result. Let's talk about your uh, soccer team. Let's start with the boys first. Nearly picked up a road win this past Saturday uh, out at Lebanon. Lebanon got a game-tying goal with less than two minutes left. It resulted in a 2-2 draw, and we were able to broadcast that uh, game on WatchHSSports.tv. A very thrilling game it was, but again, Lebanon got the equalizer late for the draw. They're back in league play later this late this week against both Lakota West and Lakota East. I want to focus on your keeper, your keeper Cole Walker. You know, I got to see him in person there uh, for the first time myself, and I was incredibly impressed. He was aggressive, needed, was in the right position seemingly all the time. He was very calm back there in net. You know, he's tied for the GMC lead also with 50 saves right now. He's just been very, very good for your team all season long. And as I said, I was very impressed seeing it in person myself. What has Coach Keyspace said about Cole's season, how he's performed, and what have you thought in, in watching him play this year? I think he's smart. And I think that he makes strong decisions in the fact that um, goalies need to understand that they are, they're, they're the beginning block of, of what happens from everything that goes on in soccer. And he does a very good job of knowing when he needs to come out of the net and when he needs to stay back. And yes, goals are going to go past you. That's going to happen. Goals are going to hit in those high corners. They're going to go on the opposite end, whatever the case may be. But it's making sure you're controlling and communicating to what is in front of you. And that's essential. And I think Cole does a very good job of that. I think he, he communicates very well with his defenders. And he also has a very good eye. And of course, his leg, both his left and right, because he can kick with both. Uh, that's key because he can get the ball down the field where it needs to be so our offense can spread out, pass the ball in the right situations, and really push forward to make to make good shots on goal on the other end. Yeah, he's had a really nice season. He got some talented forwards. He's been able to kick it up, yeah. set it up towards as well. I, I can't recall a, a, either a goal kick or a free kick of his in that match that didn't go be did did, did, did it seemed like every one of them went beyond the midfield line. He's got that strong of a leg, as you said, on both sides there. Uh, very talented indeed. Let's talk about the girls. They also have Lakota West and Lakota East uh, this coming week. And let's talk about the keeper there, Taya Wilson. She's second in the league with 65 saves thus far. That's a high volume of shots, but, again, she's, she's knocking a lot of them away. You're going to face the league's leading scorer and Kaylin Didakovich of Lakota West uh, coming up on Tuesday. So a big challenge there. Uh, what can you tell us about her approach and how it's led to her uh, success thus far? She, uh, yeah, and senior night against Lakota West. We, I met with the girls Friday after school at practice. I was at Oak Hills uh, Thursday night, and I just wanted to talk to the girls about, you know, it's not about the wins. It's about the progression, and it's about the fact that we don't let our schedule down and that they've got to keep their head up. And Taya is almost polar opposite of Cole in the fact that she will go after that ball. She will leave that box and take that risk dive on the ball to stop it before the shot goes up. And sometimes that can leave a little bit of vulnerability there because if she comes out too far and the ball goes in opposite direction, that gives somebody a wide open shot on goal mm -hmm. where she needs just to learn to have that patience to sit back a little bit more uh, and rely on the fact that her defenders can help her in that back line. Um, she has been unbelievable to watch uh, last year. Um, 
but really stood out to me was when we were at Western Brown in the sectional tournament and she got hurt. Uh, just but but it was that aggressiveness of just charging out there and, and going after ball and nothing's going to uh, stop her from trying to do that. So really looking forward to what uh, we have this week in both West and East. We talked to the girls a little bit about, hey, you are road warriors, you're home this Tuesday night. We are going to honor our seniors this Tuesday night against the state champion Lakota West Firebirds. But they were state champions last year. This is a new year. This is a different year. And what can you do as a team to go out and show everyone the improvements in the stride that we've made as a team and, and the girls believe in themselves. It's just really difficult when you go in night in and night out and you're coming so close and, you know, one or two goals just change the whole mood swing across it. So I'm uh, really excited about that. And then of course, having Lakota East in as well is going to be going to be a good match for our kids as well. How do you think they embrace that message? You know, let, yes, what happened last year, the state champions coming in, but as you said, that's last year, that's not this year. How do you think yeah. they embrace that going into this match? Do you think maybe in doing so kind of takes away some of that, you know, that intimidation factor that some schools may feel when they've got a state power like that coming in? Yes and no. I mean, I think they embrace it to the fact of, yeah, right, you know, but they are and they have the leading scorer in the, in the, in the state and, you know, there's all these factors, but they all know one another. The kids know one another. So there's a comfort in that portion of it. But, mm -hmm. you know, I think that they understand that our, our team needs to know more and more that uh, we're proud of the efforts that they're doing. And we're proud of, of how they represent us on the soccer field. And we're proud of how they represent us in the classroom. I think that says a lot and it gets them ready because we keep telling the kids that, you know, our schedules aren't set up for us to grab a bunch of W's. That's not what our schedules are intended for. Our schedules are intended to put us in, in the best position possible for preparing us for the postseason. And the conference certainly is the is the leading factor to that. Our league sets us up to, to prepare ourselves. So, um, you know, we're not looking for them to just mop up teams five, six, nothing. We're looking for those zero, zero games, those two, one games, you know, what, what have you where they've really had to battle for 80 minutes. And I think the girls are starting to understand that um, with, with new coach uh, Lapham being there, I, they, they're starting to come around to that. They certainly do feel a little bit more of a, of a calming presence on the field um, amongst themselves. And so I think that's going to help them in the long run. And I think that's a, 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 right now a good time to start, you know, getting the, getting the feel for that message as well when you've got some games left in the regular season before uh, heading into the postseason. Let's head to volleyball. They, they're right in the swing in GMC play as well. You've got a couple of matches this week starting with Hamilton tonight and then a home match tomorrow against Lakota East. And we'll actually be broadcasting that uh, through uh, watchhsports.tv. I'll be there on the call looking forward uh, to that one. And, of course, for fans that want to tune into that one, watchhsports.tv, 100% of the broadcast proceeds go directly to the uh, athletic department. So that's another good reason to uh, tune in. So yeah, we're looking at this, let's talk about that uh, match on uh, Tuesday against Lakota East. It might be the first time this year because of all the new p policies in place that a lot of fans get to see this volleyball mm -hmm. team uh, in action and they'll take, as we said, they'll take on Lakota East there. What can fans expect with this team when they see them on the court on Tuesday on watchhsports.tv? You're going to see a group of girls that don't give up. Um, you have a, a, we have a very solid group of uh, sophomores and a uh, consistent group of juniors and a group of seniors who are uh, 
leading our team uh, from front to back. And I think that, that uh, they have formed themselves very well together. Much like our girls' soccer program, they have, to, they have had to understand all year that they are battle-tested. And our opponents are high-level volleyball opponents, and that is what we are looking for from them. And we look for consistent results and look for consistent uh, improvements step-by-step step along the way. And that has been really great. Um, Coach Sparks and her staff bring a tremendous amount of energy and enthusiasm to the kids. Uh, they really do uh, value that. Um, you see a lot of, you see our girls talking on the floor. I see they move so much better uh, than they did last year. And it's mainly because they put in some time and working on footwork and, and rotations and things of that effect. So uh, really looking forward to Tuesday night and looking forward to you guys covering the game for our student athletes and for our fans who, like you said, have not had a chance to get in and see them play this year. Yeah, that'll be uh, 6 o'clock. Watch HSSports.tv. It will be live. It'll also be available on demand afterwards. So if yes. fans watch it once, they want to go back and watch it again or maybe miss it live, they can go back and watch it again right. there. We're, we're really looking forward to uh, to being out there for that match. Uh, lastly, let's talk about your football team. Uh, a week ago, we were riding high after the win against Cole Rain, and everything seemed to be going in the right direction. But we, you and I also talked about that concern for that hangover effect yeah. and would that creep in the following week, and then you get knocked off 28-19 to Lakota East, who won that one to get to 500 uh, on the year, you know, after that huge Colerain win. You know, as you said, you you were concerned about that going into last week's uh, show. Now that, we've, now that you saw the game, you saw what happened, is that what happened in your mind uh, in that game against Lakota East? Well, I think, Jason, yes and no. I think it's 50-50. First and foremost – as we said at the beginning of the show, congratulations also to Taj Marshall Talbert, who was our homecoming king. Mm-hmm. And what an absolute perfect night for us to have our homecoming ceremony, recognize that court. Uh, the staff at Princeton High School just do an incredible job of making sure our kids get recognized. We had 22 uh, students participate in homecoming Friday before the game. But uh, and again, congrats to Taj and to Ariana for, for being the 2020 homecoming queen and kings. But you know, football, uh, you have to run the football mm-hmm. in order to uh, get results. Now, there are times when you can run, run, run the football, and you just come up short, and we all understand that. We all know that. I think we had some injuries early. I think Thomas having hit, suffering a little bit of an ankle injury early. I think that kind of changed things for us. But we can, we stayed in the game, mm-hmm. and then you just watched a couple of key – areas and special teams where you just miss a few things here and there, a miss block, a miss pump, a miss uh, rotation, a miss, you know, a miss pass, what have you. And that kind of changed things and hats off to Lakota East because they played uh, a game and they did not stop. They, they kept the ball moving forward. They controlled the clock. They controlled what we were trying to do. They knew what we were going to key in on and they made some, some adjustments late to keep us in the position we were in. Uh, Coach Daniels and his staff, we're, we're going to be okay. They, they know uh, what we need to work on, what we need to fix. But do I think we were still riding on the Coleraine uh, victory? Yes, I do. I don't know if that was the reason why um, we came up short. Um, I just think that we just had a, a great opportunity there 
to continue moving that forward. But this coming Friday night, we're just going to get right back on and keep going. We still have two games left in the regular season, yep. and we got to get get ourselves prepared for week seven. You're going to take on Middletown uh, this coming week. They have yet to win a game uh, on the season. They're 0-3 overall, 0-2 uh, uh, in the league here. Are you expecting a, a strong bounce-pack performance from your team and again against a team in Middletown who on paper you should be able to take care of? Yeah, our football team wasn't happy about the results from Friday night, and I think they're going to be mentally prepared. I think they're going to physically be prepared. I think Coach Daniel, again, Coach Daniels, our medical training staff, um, will have our kids ready from a health perspective as far as whether they're banged up or necked up or what have you. Um, and again, I, I, I keep going back to what we've talked about since day one. Mm-hmm. Taking that Saturday off is so big for our kids and bringing them in on Sundays and getting them mentally kind of prepared and, and going through a system has been really beneficial for our football team. And so I, I expect us to come in here Friday night and be uh, well prepared and well versed to, to take on the middies of Middletown hats off to Middletown because they uh, you know, their record may not reflect where they are as a program. Obviously they had, they had some hurdles they had to overcome with this pandemic and we're just thankful that they're back out on the playing field. Yep. And, um, they're, they're, they're not going to be anybody just to, you know, come in here and think that we need to take them lightly. I know that for a fact. I know that their staff is working just as hard as any other staff and their kids uh, are just, you know, they're going to be prepared. So we're going to, we're going to be ready for them and it's going to be a great game Friday night. Yeah. Happy to see Middletown back on the field, yeah. given all the uncertainty at the beginning of the year, would they even have a season, but they're back and uh, you'll get them uh, this coming Friday a busy week ahead as we said volleyball in action this coming Tuesday it'll be broadcast on watchhsports.tv we're really looking forward to that and uh, also getting back here next again to next week once again to talk about how this week went at uh, Princeton High School Joe appreciate the time yeah thanks for having me Jason it's been a great week looking forward to seeing you tomorrow night and uh, looking forward to a great week in Viking athletics. We're looking forward to covering it all here on vikenation.org. You've been watching this week in Princeton Viking Sports here with Athletic Director Joe Roberts on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.